3: A lot of homeless uh, problems and stories that are getting national attention all across the nation. So a lot of different areas of the country are dealing with this problem right now.
4: Definitely most acute. Worst on the West Coast where city after city up and down the coast is just inundated with bums and junkies and more and more are showing up every day.
3: Bumping around Washington, D.C. for several days. How many homeless people did you see? How how common was it there?
4: Oh, you know, it doesn't really. Oh, you know a handful pretty good handful typical through the years big city collection of beggars and there's so many tourists in DC that uh, there're a fair number of beggars there um but it wasn't nearly as bad as the a west handful. coast a handful
3: if you're if you're in San Francisco or Los Angeles you'd have a you'd have a handful at the one coffee shop you're you're at
4: oh yeah yeah like i say it's it's pretty typical the way it's always been um but, you know through the years it's not exploding like it is on the west coast Speaking of which, you may have seen or heard or read about Steve Sylvester last week. He's an antique shop owner in the capital city of California, Sacramento, and had a mostly naked guy bust into his his business the other day and cause a fracas, and Steve got interviewed. You know, honestly, I think it mostly got attention because the dude was mostly naked, and that's kind of the hook for the dumb dumb media oh really you think
3: that's why i got it <laughs> oh, that's a big part of it really interesting yeah. Th- that's, that's at least
4: part of it it also comes in the wake of uh liz novak who we talked to who is a uh a shop owner in the same area who said she's closing up a business and moving it because of uh the incursion of bums and junkies uh steve sylvester joins us now to talk about the situation in his part of the world and uh, you know what he thinks is causing it as a guy who observes it every day steve how are you sir
5: Hi, guys. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, it's
4: our pleasure. We appreciate you taking the time. Um, I assume you're taking the time because you care about the neighborhood where you live and work.
5: Yeah, I'm in the center of Sacramento. Um, there's a big freeway that cuts through it called the WX Freeway. And underneath each of the roads, there there is Camp City.
4: R- right. And it's, I assume, a l- hell of a lot of junkies there
5: there is um the problem is there's four types homeless and there's the people who are genuinely homeless and i think the city should spend every penny on getting them rehoused then we have a lot of mentally ill around here we call them the monster shouters but they're like the stephen king novel there's a couple that we know who actually want to be on the streets they don't want to be part of society they love the the nomad life but the biggest problem for our area and that's happened in the last year, is it's all drug-related. It's street drugs. How do you know that? Because the crowd that are hanging around now are much younger, and what happens is that they'll suddenly become absolutely crazy, and and that's because they've just taken something that's nice and cheap and cheerful, and then they go around, um, usually causing chaos in the local area. And do
4: you think, uh, I know you've said in the past that there's been an increase in the number of people uh, menacing your business and making it tough to do business and the rest of it. Uh, What's your sense of why it's increasing so quickly?
5: Um, A couple of reasons, really. I mean, we've got, I think it's 5,600 homeless in Sacramento. And that apparently, according to the rules, is a 19% increase over the last couple of years. There's there's two things that are happening that's making Sacramento a little busier with the homeless population. One is what they call greyhound therapy. Um, the local newspaper reported that uh, in Nevada, they actually give one-way tickets to get out of the state and come to Sacramento because it's a much better place to get benefits. And then another um, piece of news that I found out was that um a hospital, a mental hospital in Vegas over a five-year period, bust out 1,500 people out of Nevada, of which a third came to California. And that's what we have a lot around in this area.
3: Wow, that is something.
4: Yeah, that's amazing. Steve Sylvester's a Sacramento business owner. He was on the news uh, last week when a, a um, drugged-up maniac smashed a bunch of stuff in his antique shop.
3: A so ge- you're either a city or a state that spends your money on shipping homeless out? or you're a city or a state that spends money on attracting homeless. More or less, wow. yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, Steve, how often do you have to, say, clean up in front of your store uh, human waste and that sort of thing?
5: Well, it's Tuesday morning, and as you would have it, it was a fairly clean day today, so I could open the front door without a problem. But it can be um, a needle sitting outside, which you have to go and pick up. Um And that's not too bad, I hate to say the worst thing is is the human waste and and that is really is the waste the worst part of the day.
3: How often does that actually happen where you got human poop on the sidewalk or whatever you got to deal with?
5: um Probably about four times a week oh, I've noticed it's cut yeah you know, i know it's it's cut down a little bit because we used to have uh, a mentally ill homeless guy, and he used to drag around these two waste bin containers. And he had this thing that he had to poop on top of a car. Oh, boy. So we would have a, yeah. We'd that, that's a thing. That's
3: an interesting thing. Like the hood yeah. or the top of the car?
5: He would he would squat on the top of the car and then do his business down the windshield. And then, of course, in the hot Sacramento weather, when you go there <sighs> at 7 o'clock at night to pick your car up, it's, the last thing you want to do. Well I
4: mean, You're going to have to get that detailed. Yeah, that is literally the last thing I yeah. want to do.
5: Uh, so, Steve,
4: would you, uh, when you appeal to the police for help with this sort of thing, um, what happens? What are you told?
5: Well, here's the problem is that the police are in their own set of handcuffs because there really is nothing that they can do. Their hands are tied. I mean, if someone on the street does something that's technically illegal, like vandalism, when we had our shop windows broken, um, then they can arrest someone for vandalism. But if they're just walking around barking at the moon, I mean, there's nowhere for them to go. So really, they just have to move them on and make sure they're not ill, and that's it. It,
4: Your thoughts on uh, folks who give to panhandlers?
5: Oh, yeah. Well, here in Sacramento, as I said, I'm very near the freeway that cuts through the center of the city. But on the other side of the store, there's a very long road called Broadway. And I mean, I love Sacramento and I love Broadway because it's full of about 30 fabulous restaurants. But outside most of the restaurants, there'll be people begging for money. And I do wish people would not give them money because the money is not going to be used to buy themselves food. It's going to be used to get a quick fix. So if you see people outside restaurants, Give them some food. They'll probably say no because they really want the money.
3: You know, the police in a lot of areas say the same thing. Don't give them money. And when the uh, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, was the mayor of San Francisco, I know that was a campaign he was into, uh, do not give money to beggars. So I don't know how that – I mean, he's a lefty. He's the compassionate lefty. I don't know how word has not gotten around to everybody. Stop giving money to beggars right why are you doing that
4: right beggars are not quote-unquote the homeless necessary necessarily they're beggars so steve um uh, how long do you plan on sticking it out if it gets significantly worse are you thinking of relocating or or are you committed to where you are
5: oh no i'm committed i mean we've been here 19 years almost as long as you've been on the radio but um we have a big store and we do have lots of compassion, and we know what the problem is now. So we'll stick through it. There's, There's got to be an answer.
4: Boy, you're, you're an optimist. Big...
5: So, oh, yeah, I'm a total optimist. My big problem is the city's got a bucket load of money to deal with the homeless problem. And um, what they're doing at the moment is such a short-term quick fix. It's not going to work.
4: Right. Well said. Well, we need to stay in touch on this, Stephen. And, and one final note – uh, Jack and I began our uh, well, it, it was early in our radio career that we worked in downtown Sacramento, not far from where you are, and uh, and ate breakfast most days there at the Pancake Circus, which I think is very near your business. And I'm pretty sure I gained 10 to 15 pounds in a year eating breakfast there.
5: Oh, well, it, it, it's still there, and the pounds can still be put on. Yeah, it's <laughs> right on the end of the same block.
4: Pancakes the size of a manhole. All right, uh Steve, great to talk to you uh, and let's stay in touch. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, you got it.
3: How do you how do you get up on the car? You climb up on the bumper? Oh, you climb up on the sure yeah, crawl up across up the, the hood.
4: Right, yeah. It's a very ritual uh, thing he's got going on there because you gotta like start on the top and move down the windshield. I wonder
3: and... if he has any interest in like what model it is or anything like it. Ooh, look at that, a Lexus! I've never pooped on a <laughs> Lexus before.
4: I, I don't know. Maybe he's like belligerently pro-American cars. All, right, all, all Japanese cars. Super uh, patriotic. Yeah, you know.
3: Anyway, that's really not the point of the conversation. Not I really.
4: Not <laughs> per se. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it's incredible. Well, and listen, you, you were mentioning that story earlier, where there's a, a state park where the bums have taken over and the junkies, and and the guys are like, you know, we can be uh, lenient on some stuff, like the littering, if you just cooperate a little bit. Why are we taxpayers, law-abiding wall- citizens, I don't know, begging for please don't hurt us. Uh, we won't ask much of you, just. You know, keep crapping on the streets and stealing and breaking windows and doing drugs. And It's your park now. Just don't damage it too much. I tell you what. And this is why Trump got elected and why he might get reelected. He says, making about it about Trump slightly. The Ninth Circuit Court with their bizarro reeling, ruling, rather. I'm sorry, I'm reading and talking at the same time. Their bizarro ruling where you can't boot somebody. Out of a park unless you can prove the government has provided a bed for them. Right. They're a junkie. They like doing drugs. They have no interest in working like the rest of us. What if three more guys decide to become junkies today? That means the government has to get three more beds? Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, you're letting the junkies and the bums run society.
3: That's not how it works. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness is the only thing government's supposed to provide. That's right. It didn't guarantee you a place to live. No, they're supposed to protect your liberties, period. And it certainly doesn't guarantee you a place to live in super expensive areas of the country.
4: whack judges, man. That's at the root of a lot.
3: Yeah. Our text line's 415-295-KFTC. You know what I'd
4: like to do to some of these judges? to climb up on their car. I'll give <laughs> where you a are you, hint. Where are you parked? All right.
0: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> the Armstrong and Getty Show. Send-
3: We just got this text from somebody who was in San Francisco yesterday for a big bicycling race I don't know anything about. Uh, The smell of pee and poo was everywhere. Watched numerous bums relieving themselves as the racers went by. Numerous bums walking onto the race course, almost fighting with the marshals who were trying to keep them from causing a crash. No cops anywhere to be seen. Really bad. Wow.
4: Wow. You know, let me find this. Speaking of it. Oh, there it is. Uh, one of our beloved listeners attended this big uh, tech conference in uh, beautiful San Francisco as well. And there's a discussion thread on Reddit. Uh, who else here preferred when uh, this uh, VM world was hosted in Vegas? San Francisco is a beautiful city in terms of history and architecture, but the streets are filthy and the homeless issue is depressing. Personally, I won't be returning until it's in Vegas again. Uh, and they go through... Uh, let's see uh saw a kid try to steal an armload of red bulls from the walgreens security tackled him. red bull went everywhere dude got away blah, blah blah funny things bystanders were yelling at the security guy to leave him alone there's a homeless guy sitting on the sidewalk with 50 pills cutting them up and snorting them right on the sidewalk my friend saw a homeless guy essing on the sidewalk Um, there's a guy who said, I've been in that Walgreens four times and every single time I've seen someone stealing. Then they go on with the fear. I was afraid. Uh, let's see. I hurt my leg. A high as blank homeless guy tried to steal my phone. This is all people who were attending the conference. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Monday, I saw a guy leaning over trash can shooting up. I assume you pulled a needle from the trash. On Wednesday, I saw a bomb on a bike barking at bystanders. That's some excellent
3: alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: was a <laughs>
3: bomb on a bike barking at bystanders. Booyah! Yeah. <laughs> ow, 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 ow! Uh. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, let's see. Uh,
4: da, 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 da. This is my fourth. I have no desire to go back if it's in Fran- San Francisco next year. Um, absurdly expensive and people taking poos on the street in broad daylight. Every 20th person in a psychotic state mumbling to themselves or screaming at people. The whole city smells like P and S.
3: Well, I spent, a, and they're, they're talking about when it goes back to Vegas. I spent a weekend in Vegas. I think yeah. I saw two homeless people the whole time. So completely different. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Vegas,
4: uh. They probably bet on flushes. Guys major... who bet flushes leave Vegas on buses. Am hey. I right, Sean? <laughs> oh, Yeah.
3: A sea change in the world of gambling. Did you know this for the first time ever? There was a different state that won the sports gambling uh, prize. First time ever, because Vegas is always uh, Vegas. Really, is the leader of it. Some mm-hmm. Reno, but Nevada has always been the number one state for sports gambling. As of last month, for the first time ever, it's in, it's New Jersey, and oh. do you know why? They have allowed, and a few states have started this now. Mobile sports betting—you can bet on your smartphone. There are apps where you can bet on your smartphone, so you can be sitting there on the couch, watching a game, and 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 bet. Sure. And it's so easy that people are doing it like crazy. Well, and that's, again, all, it, that's been around, but now it's based in New Jersey. Yeah, so it's they're based based getting New Jersey. a cut of the revenue. And um, uh, yeah, and so for the first time ever, Nevada is not the leader in sports betting. Which is interesting when they cause they just you know they, they're just getting some major league sports teams, and that was one of the concerns of it yeah. being the home of betting. Well, the, home, now. the home of sports betting is now New Jersey. but uh, some politicians are really worried that this will make it too easy for people to ruin their lives where you can sit there and bet on your local team. no
6: matter what you do life is easy to ruin if you try <laughs> yeah no doubt about that. Well
4: if you're not free to make stupid decisions, you have no freedom. Mm. I mean it's just it's part of liberty. Uh, Sadder but wiser. We've attempted to remove that concept from our society. It's a bad idea.
3: does make it easier, though. I mean, I would have had to put some effort into betting years ago. i got to go someplace, and I'm not going to do that.
7: Right. Sure.
3: Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall?
7: We've got the mayday call from the dive boat that caught fire off the California coast. Very interesting, the back and forth. Gruesome story. We've got new warnings about uh, Chinese uh, face-swapping app and... Chinese face-swapping? What and the hell are you talking about? The heartbreak of
4: the beebs. Coming up. So the question is, were the, the poor people who perished on that boat locked underneath it?
0: Yikes. That's a
4: heck of a
3: question. We'll look into that next.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
3: You mentioned last hour some of the new words that are going into uh, the dictionary. Uh, Smexy being one of them, a blend of smart and sexy. That's actually pretty good. You didn't mention this one. women. How busy
4: are you? You can't say both words, though. Come on.
3: (laughs) Women spelled with a Y is now in the dictionary. W-O-M-Y-N. It's an alternative way of spelling woman used by feminists to avoid the perceived sexism in the suffix men at the end. Yes.
4: All right. So it also indicates that you're just so far up your own something or other. Just, All right. Hey, boy. News now oh, with Marshall Phillips. Oh, boy. I guess you got to have a hobby.
7: Being woke is some people's hobby. Following uh, this uh, continuing story, sad story, at least 25 people confirmed dead, at least five others still missing after a tragic boat fire near an island off the Southern California coast. In the middle of the night, the dive boat, Fully engulfed in flames as 30 passengers on the scuba diving trip slept below decks. Five crew members on deck jumped off the boat onto a dinghy as the captain made a mayday call. Now here you can hear so,
3: the... So all, all the crew got off? Yep. And almost none of the passengers got off?
7: Correct. That's that's something. In this mayday call, you can hear the dispatcher getting the call. Roger, there's 36 people on board the vessel that's on fire. They can't get off? Roger, are they locked inside the boat? Roger, can you get back on board and unlock the boat? Uh, lock, unlock the doors so they can get off? Roger, you don't have any firefighting gear at all? No fire extinguishers or anything? Roger, is this the captain of the conception? Roger. Was that all the crew that jumped off?
3: And there you so go. So are we only hearing one end of the conversation? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. why and why is
7: that? I don't know. I, I do not know. I don't know what... Uh, Who's how- keeping
3: the answers of, are they locked into the boat? Right. Holy crap. It's almost got to be, right? Some of the 20 30 people would have gotten out of there You, if think, the crew was able to jump out. You know,
4: depending on what burst into flames and where it was... I mean, because you could asphyxiate pretty fast in a, you know, if you've ever been in the, uh, right you know, the carrot what do you call it? the It doesn't matter. The part of a boat. Yeah. If you're in the boat, yeah. um, I mean, you could you could die smoke inhalation in a big hurry.
3: It sure looks bad to have all the crew get out and none of the right. passengers.
4: Well, I I don't think there's any way to interpret that answer. Uh, well, can you get back and unlock the doors um, as anything? But he was told, yeah, they're locked below. Oof. Is, is, and, and listen, I don't spend a lot of time on right. boats, honestly. Is that a common thing? I don't. Security. Would, uh, you I know. would never
3: stay on a tourist trip where I was locked into anything. No. Hotel, boat, anything. You're not locking me and I'm paying you. Right. I'm a, um, right. doing this for fun. Well, I don't
4: know if people know it. Who knows? Uh, this will all come out. And, good Lord, the idea that they're locked down there. Oy.
7: Yeah, part of the story is the, uh, where they were sleeping. They were kind of like... Bunks stacked on top of each other in a very, very tight space. And between uh, the bunks and getting out of the uh, ship, you had the galley. So they would have to go through the galley. Now, if the galley caught on fire, you wouldn't be able to do that.
4: One exit. Yikes.
7: All right, heading toward the Florida coast now, Hurricane Dorian is now a Category 2 storm. Maximum sustained winds at about 110 miles an hour. Hurricane Center's latest advisory has the uh, storm move toward Florida at about two miles an hour. Two? Two miles an hour. Chinese face swapping app Zao, launched on, Zao! F- launched on Friday, but many are concerned about privacy. Well, the app allows users to create an almost instant deep fake. When the user simply uploads a selfie to the app and then the app will drop their face onto that of a famous celebrity.
4: Now, is it better than jib jab, which is very entertaining, but just kind of sticks your face and it's a frozen shot and it moves around, but it doesn't
7: change. or anything? Is it better than that?
4: I figure the Chinese authorities already have my information. This sounds like an amusing app to me.
7: Bloomberg has uh, pointed out the privacy concerns about the app, saying that a clause within the app's privacy policy states the developers hold, quote, free, irrevocable, permanent, transferable, and relicense-able rights to the content submitted by the user, such as their face.
3: Man, I'm off a lot of apps, or uh, uh, I used to, if I thought of something, I'd think, I wonder if there's an app for that. I don't do that anymore. Apps are the, that's the, 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 giving the key to the bad guys. For your phone now it's clearly the way they get all your info
4: oh there's a video of it un- unfolding oh very nice there's a nice a couple of chinese guys starring in game of thrones <laughs> yes. that's a lot better than jib jab
3: yeah oh, that's yeah. that's pretty believable that's incredible yeah wow wow amazing. can
4: i uh can i uh, put my face on the old uh john snow when he's in with that nice red-haired girl with
3: you want to I watch that porn was, with well, you no, in not it.
7: Porn, not but porn. <laughs> Tasteful drama. Yes. It's Philistine. That's weird. <laughs> and lastly, Justin Bieber is opening up about his many struggles. In a lengthy Instagram post, the uh, pop star reflected on the difficulties of rising to fame at such a young age. I'll bet. The 25-year-old confessed to using pretty heavy drugs when he was 19. At the lowest points, he said he abused all of his relationships, became resentful and disrespectful to women, and angry all the time.
3: How would almost everybody listening right now have done if they'd been given hundreds of millions of dollars when they were 19 and had terrible parents? Terrible parents. Mm
6: catapulted from, I, I this might be an over-exaggeration, but trailer park, like a, a lower economic class. Oh, his
3: dad is full on. Even if they weren't yeah. in a trailer park, right. he's a trailer park yeah. dude. And to yeah. be
6: catapulted to multi-millionaires where you
7: literally have no barriers in your life.
3: It's amazing right. he survived.
7: Oh, yeah. He's crediting his marriage with helping him to learn patience, trust, kindness, and humility. <laughs> I was on
3: YouTube over the weekend, though, and I came across highlights from the Justin Bieber roast in which Kevin Hart, Shaquille O'Neal, Snoop Dogg, all these different people roasted Justin Bieber. Freaking hilarious. The highlights were hilarious i don't know how the whole two hours was but it was very funny and he uh he really played along with it really well i think right. you can do that if you have 250 million dollars like justin bieber does yeah. nothing could insult you if you have 250 million dollars make all the jokes you want
4: <laughs> buy new friends i'll buy new friends if i'm offended by any of this
3: He yeah. actually said "Justin bieber said so i knew what was going to happen i was going to stand up here and have a- people call me a lesbian for two hours
5: <laughs> <laughs>
7: All ah, oh, right, funny. <laughs> that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, C. Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
3: Somebody said, at least you didn't end up like Kurt Cobain and Amy Winehouse. Respected. <laughs> of
7: Justin <laughs> Bieber. <laughs> wow.
3: Wow.
4: <laughs> boy, that's, that's edgy. <laughs> that's edgy.
3: So uh, some new words that are in the dictionary. We've hit you with some of them. There are more that you need to know. I mean, if are they words- all annoying? Mostly. Okay. And it's it's <laughs> probably worth knowing they're actually in the dictionary now. I mean, eh, makes it a word. There are a lot word, of
4: right? dictionaries. I, uh, listen, I hate to be the underminer in chief here, but... Uh.
3: And another example of politics just infiltrating everything in modern America, uh, they had to redo the latest Captain America because of the politics involved. No oh boy. So stay tuned for that on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
3: Strong and Getty show. A couple of things. I haven't looked that much into the um, shooting that happened in Texas over the weekend. I don't, know. I don't feel like it does me that much good to look into these things, but um Sound like the guy's pretty crazy, and he did fail a background check once to buy a weapon. I don't think yeah. it's known yet. Is it known yet where he got his gun? Last I heard, it wasn't known. But... I have not heard it, if that news is out. So that would be another, to the extent that background checks will help or won't help. I don't know all the details, but I'm sure that will be a talking point. Well, I'm sure people will shout at each other. Uh, I was reading the tech column in USA Today because I keep hearing about 5G uh, for your wireless phone, the new Speed 5G, and how amazing it's going to be. It's not. Like, my dumb brain would think, okay, I've seen 3G, I've seen 4G, okay, another G. This is one more G. It's going to be roughly 20%, 25% faster than 4G. No, it's going to be way, completely different world. This is a leap forward. Yeah, this is a completely different world. This is like, you get to walk around with super fast Wi-Fi in your hand everywhere you go. When 5G hits everywhere. But this tech person says it's not going to really be a thing until the end of 2020. So don't worry about it yet. I can wait. Uh, yeah, is I it can too. Like I the just word want to know.
4: Organic, though, is there any sort of approval process for calling what you got five G?
3: I think, or it's, can somebody just claim to have it? It's a specific technology. All right, so it's its own thing. But um, there are a lot of people marketing it, either phones or services, and this guy says don't don't worry about it until the end of 2020. All right. The phone or the, the service. But here, that'll here. be exciting. You know, movies, sports, whatever, anywhere you go where you're getting cell phone coverage, you'll have the super fast stuff. But awesome.
4: everybody must have an unlimited data plan.
3: Yeah, well, yeah.
4: I mean, we're already in and, uh, running out at the end of uh, the month. About you know half the time.
3: Yeah, I used to do that. I switched My son to unlimited.
4: Can't quite nail down the whole when you're on Wi-Fi and when you're not thing.
3: I switched to unlimited. It was so freeing. I just I feel like a, I am just I see I feel so free now. Congratulations. Yeah, it's just to the upper
4: crust here, the rich touting their advantages over the rest of us.
3: Got some new words in the dictionary. We mentioned they uh, put the word "woman" in there, spelled with a Y instead of E. Does anybody actually feel like that's going to do anything? Academics
4: and college students. Does really, anybody the, feel the like obsessive.
3: women are treated in any different way because the, the men is at the end of women?
4: Oh Yeah, you can see that they're like men but lesser by the E in the, uh, the end there. Take a look
3: at it. <laughs> who, who, who thinks uh, that
4: way? Smell the inferiority. Nobody. No, academics live in a dream world. And these people who obsess over these theories of race and gender and the rest, they
3: live in a dream world. We mentioned that plogging is now in the dictionary. Plogging uh-huh. is a Swedish exercise trend that combines jogging with picking up litter. I don't know anybody who's doing this.
4: Hey, it's a Swedish <laughs> thing mostly now. <laughs> Are you Swedish? Pl- what's the, uh, what's the uh,
6: plogging? What's the pluh? Picking up litter. Like it's the oh. picking up with jogging,
4: plogging. Picking, yeah. litter, jogging.
3: Yeah. There you go. Um,
4: oddly enough, that expression made me so tired, I feel like I've been plogging.
3: Balmer Peak is something I might have used back in the day. I've not used this phrase myself. The Balmer Peak is a fictional level of drunkenness. <laughs> <laughs> I like that already. That supposedly heightens a computer programmer's skills. Oh, so yeah, we've Balmer. got that in golf. Yeah, or yeah, or playing pool or bowling. Pool, please, darts. Oh, yeah. Hello, anybody? <laughs> reach the hit the balmer peak i like that i'm gonna make reference to that i've heard references to this because i'm but because i'm old and unhip i didn't know what it was hot girl summer hot girl summer is a meme originating with a rapper about feeling confident in who you are and having fun and looking good while doing it it often involves women posting selfies with summery swag hot girl summer is a meme I kept coming across it like in articles or magazines or something. So, so Somebody I, would mention I, Hot Girl Summer. Uh, how's it uh, How's it used? I mean, yeah.
4: uh, it's
6: think of it as, as somebody celebrating their birthday for a month and uh-huh. as justification for doing stuff, right? Oh, it's Hot Girl Summer. Time to head to the pool with my girls and, you know, that sort of. And post pictures yeah, and yeah, the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay. I, it was just an excuse for people to do what they were already doing with social media, but uh, s- someone with a following caught and it. It just caught, caught uh, momentum.
4: Yeah. I'm liking the trend of bikini shots with like a really uh, esoteric philosophical quote. Or a bikini shot in front of like a, uh, you know, uh, some cause or something like that. Did you see- <laughs> Just wanted to bring your attention to the need to save the penguins, you know, in a bikini. <laughs> Did you see
6: like the two weeks after the Chernobyl uh, documentary was all of a sudden it was flooded with Instagram influencers taking you know thirst traps and oh,
3: around really? Chernobyl yeah uh the ice cube ice cube emoji has reached the level of being a word I guess what? it's so popular now the ice cube ice cube emoji is used in reference to all things cool both literally as in the weather and figuratively as in a rapper or a song or you know. How about we meet at four o'clock and you send the ice cube? I guess
4: since I cool. still have joy and you don't, no I think I use emojis, emojis, are for emojis children. I use them all the time. A picture Jack paints, a picture of a thousand something. Anyway, uh, is it literally an ice cube? I don't. I'm not. I guess to it that. says
3: it's an ice, The ice cube depicts a grayish blue cube of frozen water. And well, it's, that would uh, be an ice cube. And it's becoming.
4: <laughs> yes, I'm familiar with the genre.
3: And it's become so popular that it's in the dictionary now. So start start using that for cool. Oh, done.
4: Are you kidding? Yeah. People with their guy wearing sunglasses to indicate cool. So, yesterday's
3: Ville, man. And the drop of blood emoji has become so popular that it's in the dictionary now. What? When I do you ever have... use that? Wait a minute. Drop of blood some emoji? Some sort
4: of alterna, alternate uh, emojis.
3: Dictionary.com. Uh, depicting a droplet of blood, the drop of blood emoji can represent all things blood related, include bleeding from an injury, blood tests and donations and menstruation. Why, why what do you, what, what, what? I don't know. It's don't send emojis about that.
4: No, no, indeed. Oh, that reminds me, man, did my kid have some funny stuff to say about the Metro, uh, the Metro trains in Washington, (laughs) DC, because she rides them all the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh. Talking about, the, they've got the old cars that have carpet, and then I'm not sure the different gradations, but then you got your new cars which have your electronic, which stop is next, and 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 better seats and and no carpet and the rest of it, and her her various references to the things you could catch on the metro. It's uh, very funny, <laughs> probably not repeatable on the air. Uh, hepatitis A through D. Oh, geez, Oh, boy.
3: Speaking of that sort of thing, we've got a number of texts from people who were at the big bike race in San Francisco. This must have been a big deal. I was unaware of it. Um, uh, somebody texted in earlier that there were uh, homeless people. Well, people had come in from out of town for this race and are now saying, geez, I was in San Francisco and it smells like poop and pee everywhere there. Oh, and boy. there are homeless people over there. Uh, I live near the bike race, this person says. So they live in San Francisco. And not only are their bums doing that, pooing and peeping everywhere but now lots of tourists who think it's okay because the standard has been lowered to use someone's garden or sidewalk or whatever for a bathroom civility is absent oh wow so you can't find a public restroom you know and i could understand that <laughs> people taking the win in rome well look this is what the locals well, do i can right? understand that i gotta go the restrooms are disgusting because the homeless people use that to sleep and change their clothes yeah <laughs> And there's pee and poop everywhere. So what's what's it going to hurt if I go over here in the corner? I am not squatting in somebody's garden. I wouldn't do that, but I would I would whiz. Not in their garden, but I'd whiz on the sidewalk. If everybody else has standing there, like an animal
4: urinating on the sidewalk,
3: how's one more person going to make any effect whatsoever?
4: Turn around. Do you have a tail? Are you a beast? Are you a human? That's disgusting.
3: Although I was telling my son, he, he has to pee, depends on where his anxiety level's at, but he has to pee, like, sometimes every two minutes. Oh, my god! So when we're driving somewhere, it's pretty difficult. So we either, we either carry a container or, um, or I pull over if I'm out in the country where I am. And so I pulled over the other day, pull over, drive a mile, pull over, drive a mile. But, um... Uh, and he was doing that, and then I had to go, and he said, well, why don't you go side so the road? And I said, well, there are cars around. And he said, well, i do it, but you're a child. If I, mm. on purpose, show myself naked, that's a crime. Oh, boy. I've committed a crime. It's not so much for you, yeah. probably as a seven-year-old. Yeah. So I was explaining to him that showing your privates to people, on purpose, knowing that they can see you, mm. it's called uh, indecent exposure. So yes. It's a good thing to learn, right? What was his reaction to that? He was surprised. Yeah, And he wondered why it wasn't a problem for him to do. I thought this was America, Dad. <laughs> he does use that line now and then. Um, <laughs> can you see my privates? Can you, can you? Can you see my privates? Can you, can you? See, that's a crime right there. That's, yeah.
4: Unless well. they can't. Right. You might just be a tease. <laughs> do the dance of the seven veils there while befouling people's gardens, to get back to that theme. I'm
3: not saying I would look forward to it or enjoy it, but if I was really in a desperate situation and everybody else is.
4: Right, sure. Now, I hear you. Which is is awful. But, you know... I can see how the tourists got there, I guess. I I remember when they first started playing night games at Wrigley Field, beautiful Chicago. One of the complaints of the residents is, people are urinating... On our front porch, on oh, our man. our little front lawn, you know, the row houses and everything in a city, uh, it just uh, by the thousands going home from the ball game. It's terrible. And once civilization breaks
3: down, man. Yep, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everybody else is. So if you haven't heard the uh, Joe Biden tells a story that the Washington Post says is completely untrue. Yeah. Well, oh, boy you get the next hour of the program you should probably hear that and, and the question you, is is he senile or a liar or what is he
4: yeah dummy if, if, or a dummy <laughs> if you don't get that hour of the show you can grab it via podcast and while you're there you got to listen to the extra large podcast our book review podcast which is a new thing we're going to be doing a lot of a lot of great reviews of it see if you agree
0: Armstrong and Getty